You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time for another episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that wants to remind you, be careful what you wish for. Because <laughs> maybe it'll be a monkey's paw situation and it'll come out, you know, a little weird. <laughs> More times than not. Monkey's paw or possibly a, uh, a pet cemetery situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just not quite right. <laughs> We're talking about the Nintendo Direct that we forced into existence. Yeah, we willed into existence, but much like the movie Multiplicity, sometimes the clones come out a little wrong. <laughs> but that's for later in the that's show. That's for later in the show. Who are you, by the way? <laughs> Voice in the in the void? Oh, I'm Cody. And I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been... Check it out! <laughs> that was the loosiest and goosiest intro we've uh, done in a long time i know but, and it uh, felt good though yeah it felt good the loose and the goose felt good sometimes it's good to get a nice goosing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so hey uh i'll go ahead and do my checkums real quick i just started a game that just came out i want to say less than a week ago which is odd because i'm usually not the one that plays the uh brand new games yeah it came out on like tuesday yeah so it's it's really new it's uh called panzer paladin and it is kind of a retro throwback uh game by tribute games is that correct and they they do almost exclusively retro throwback type games yeah so this game it looks like an old 8-bit game or Actually, the first vibe I got from it was a really, really high-quality Game Boy Color game, which is really kind of cool, like the palettes and everything. Yeah, like late Nintendo. Late Nintendo, yeah. Late, late early Nintendo. Yeah, yeah but, uh, but this game is essentially a um, side-scrolling um, slash-em game where you are in control of a giant robot named Grit who can pick up basically any sword type weapon that gets dropped by enemies that you attack it's kind of like mega man a little bit almost curvy almost a little bit kirby-esque as well yeah but uh so you're fighting your way through 17 or so stages with uh mega man like bosses at the end they Um, all seem to be like kind of mythical creature themed they're all based on on various mythical creatures there's stuff uh really uh recognizable stuff like the uh medusa and things like that. Uh, there are also really obscure ones like the Baba Yaga and some that I can't even... There was a skeleton. There was some skeleton. <laughs> yeah, there's a giant skeleton man. One of the neat mechanics of this game is at any point during the game, you can actually, your pilot can actually hop out of your robot and you're real tiny on the screen and you can run around and fit into like areas that are specifically just for your smaller pilot and then can summon your robot in later areas it's a really cool mechanic i dig it quite a bit it's a lot like um, blaster master zero yes which is also a very good 8-bit style game you can get on your switch (laughs) yeah but i'm you know i'm really digging this um there's some really good cutscenes that make it look like an old 80s action anime kind of feel to it 
there's a guy that looks an awful lot like uh, someone from, or like um, Hydern from SNK fighting games. Oh, yeah, okay. I forgot who that was. Warriors. Like yeah. The Akari Warriors boss. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really fun and really cool looking. Music is excellent. Oh, yeah. It's it's really, it really slaps. <laughs> it does. It does. It is it is good, good stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's really kind of all I've been checking out this week. Oh, no, 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 no. I take it back. I do have one other thing, but go. you guys go ahead while I collect my thoughts. Uh, what do we want to do first? Did we watch any movies? I can't remember. We watched a Cronenberg. Oh, that's right. Oh, you watched a Cronenberg. We watched Scanners. Oh, nice. When that guy's head explodes. Yeah, that happens like 15 minutes in. It does. It's all downhill from there. It kind of is. No, it's the yeah. good, it was actually a good That's movie. Good. We've watched yeah. a handful of Cronenbergs and they can be kind of slow. Yes. This one wasn't. Yeah, I would I would, I would, would agree with that. Well, for sure. it, but compared to the other ones, mm-hmm. this one wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, fun uh, psychic warfare movie. Mm-hmm. And that head explodes. I don't know how they did that. That's crazy. It, it looks like good. a real head explosion, I they imagine. They did a very good job <laughs> with it. Yeah. You can see why even today the scanner's head explosion scene is still referenced in pop culture. Yeah. Like, it is that good. And, I mean, it's not a whole lot to say about it, really. I mean, guy's psychic. He's got to find the other psychics. He's got to beat the big bad psychic man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that complicated. But it's interesting. I would say if the if Scanners was any bigger, it almost seems like something uh, Kojima would try to rip off in one of his games. Yes, it does. Like, it absolutely uh, does. Yeah. Oh, no. This version of Solid Snake is a psychic military man, yeah. and he's got to fight his brother's psychic man. My, it is very similar now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably. I'm sure he's pulled from it oh, somewhere. Oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. I'm surprised Psycho Mantis doesn't get a nosebleed. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah yeah well cool yeah scanners it's a, it's a good one it's classic definitely yeah on the top end of the Cronenberg movies yeah you know yeah, for sure better than Rabid better than Dead Ringers <laughs> yeah I I haven't even I haven't seen didn't see the first one you had mentioned but uh, Dead Ringers yeah not a uh, not a huge fan of that one. I mean, it was cool. I would like to see the Soska sisters remake uh, Dead Ringers instead of Rabbit. Well, like yeah. Like they did. I mean, it would yeah. make more sense. Mm-hmm. Of course, then they would also have to star in it. And they don't generally star in their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. always in their own movies, but they're not the main characters. Yeah. Their... Except for the one. but <laughs> <laughs> Except for the one where they absolutely are. <laughs> I did say I would talk about Paper Mario after I played it more. Yes. And I've definitely played a lot more, and it's great. It's oh, fantastic. Good. good. The writing is hilarious and good. The battle system, I think, really works. Mm. It, it's not as involved. Well, I don't, don't want to say involved because it's involved just in a different way. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is definitely more puzzle-focused. It's more about lining up those enemies in, in a certain number of moves instead of just being all out like... You use this attack now, and like in some ways, it is deeper than than the other games because, mm-hmm. as RPG games, the other Paper Mario's were like the simplest you could get. Oh, really? They, they like barely qualify for RPG. Really, I mean, the numbers don't go above like ten to twenty-five. Like, yeah, yeah, they're real slight RPGs, and this. It is even more pared down than that RPG wise, but the puzzle aspect 
I think, brings something different to it. And they don't load up on the battles a whole lot. They pace them really well. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, st- other stuff that happens combat-wise that aren't RPG battles. There's big papier-mâché bad guys oh, that you basically cool. have, like, action-based encounters with. Nice. Where they have a weak point on them and you got to, like, sneak around and hit them in the back with your hammer or... Or something like that. And the boss fights are completely different where instead of Mario being in the center and you rotate the bad guys on the rings to get them in line, um, in the boss battles, the boss is in the center and you rotate the rings around the boss to line up arrows to get Mario to walk the right way and end on the right panel to attack the boss in the right location. Uh, Interesting. No, that sounds really cool. That's really kind of innovative. Or not, not innovative, but like... It's interesting. It's different. Yeah, and, and the, bo- cool. the boss battles end up being really fun because of it. And finding the boss's weakness and the right way to navigate Mario around these rings is is really fun. Oh, nice. Well, very cool. And and the, it has stats in the background, but it never like is upfront about what they are. Like mm-hmm. that's that's not important. They don't want to show the player like oh, this cool. is okay. Mario's attack points. Like. Every time you get an HP up heart that makes your max HP up higher, it also cranks up Mario's like attack stats oh, okay. in the background. So you are growing as a character as the game goes. It's just not... It doesn't it, put the focus on number go big. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, and, very neat. And as you get further, the ba- the battles you would have to do in the past, you can just end them in one hit on the map screen. Oh, cool. Like like uh, Earthbound did way back oh, in the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's just really good and it's really funny, and the art is really good. A lot of fun like two D art of old Mario characters you haven't seen in a long time. Oh, neat. Uh, like the Resnors from Super Mario oh, World. The There's Resnors one of those. Are back. Excellent, excellent. And and all of the like normal Mario bad guys that are paper are not bad guys. You can just talk to them and see what they're up to. Oh, really? Like, all the bad guys are the folded origami versions of the Mario bad guys. Interesting. So it's kind of it's kind of fun to just go up and, you know, talk to a Sniffit, see what they're doing, because they're, they're not a bad guy in this situation. Huh. Interesting. But no, that's that's uh, that's really cool. That but sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. I would thoroughly recommend it. Oh, it's, really? It's oh, very, good. very good. Good. Cool. You know, and maybe not as good as the old ones. I don't know. Don't really need to compare it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it sounds like it's it's similar but different enough in um, um, the combat and all yeah. that, all those things that it can be a totally standalone kind of thing. And it doesn't have like the huge like weird flaws in it the last couple games did, where mm-hmm. it's like you were collecting all these resources that you would use during battles. But the battles didn't give you anything, so the oh. best thing to do was just avoid them. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, they, they were basically broken. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one is not. You're always getting coins to spend on different items, and it, it works, and it's good. And if you're on the fence about it, this is me saying, absolutely get it. <laughs> Would you say this gets your... Seal of approval, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. So, yeah, um, okay, so the other thing that I checked out, I know last week I said I would watch the movie Money Plane starring WWE's The Edge and also Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I thought about it long and hard again, and I'm I'm almost concerned at this point that I've built this movie up in my brain <laughs> that 
that the movie is going to be worse no matter what it is because it's not what I'm picturing a movie where WWE's The Edge who looks like a buffed out drummer for the Foo Fighters is stealing money from a casino plane <laughs> run by Joey Lawrence. Did I oh, mention wow. Joey Lawrence is in it? No, no you did Joey not. Joey Lawrence and also his brother middle actor Lawrence. <laughs> middle Lawrence. M- middle Lawrence child. Uh they are both in it. So I will I will watch that this weekend. What I did instead was so there's a YouTuber named uh Jenny Nicholson. She does a lot of pop culture criticism i guess that's the best way to describe it it's a lot of her just sitting and talking directly to her camera which i mean i guess is kind of a genre in on youtube i suppose but uh she picks kind of interesting topics a lot of times it's like star wars or that one where she talked about uh the avatar land (laughs) at uh, disney's magic kingdom for like an hour she always has really good uh, critical insight she does. into things, though. She does. And uh, she put out a video a uh, week, week or so ago about the last BronyCon. Now, I have gone on record many times, many, many times on this show. I am not a Pony fan. <laughs> I don't I don't care. I, 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 worse than dislike My Little Pony Friendship is Magic... I have no feelings. <laughs> I am completely devoid of feeling for My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. And probably, you know, as an animated show, I'm sure it's totally fine. I mean, Lauren Faust is a great animator, and I'm sure there's some really fun stories. But I would say it is 95% the fan culture yeah. around that particular show built up in such a way that made me knee jerk want to go no 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 <laughs> keep it away from me i think i think josh was the only true brony on i believe this josh was the only one well he's the one he's the only one that uh we we mocked yeah. for it i mean anyway. i'm not gonna lie and say i didn't watch the show i watched quite a few episodes yeah. of the show it's fine sure sure well <laughs> i mean you you and josh both have a really good and i mean i guess i do too to some extent, but you guys have a really good appreciation for animation. My appreciation for animation does not mesh with um, when there does not work well when there is a culture built up around a show. Like I'll, I of the three of us, I'm like one of the most likely to go. This has a weird toxic community around it, <laughs> and I don't want any part of that in my life. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and there was a time when the Brony community wasn't toxic. There, there was. was a time when it was just fun. Yeah. Uh, but and that was quick to disappear. It was. <laughs> yeah. and, and this documentary, I want to call it a documentary. although It's, it's an hour it's, long. It's an hour <laughs> long, yeah. It goes into that. It goes real deep into that. And you could tell that it is a topic that Nicholson really cares about and is really knowledgeable of. And she did her homework. And also, apparently, she was, as she coined the phrase, horse famous because <laughs> before she started doing her... Uh, talk to the camera whatever pop culture analysis videos she did a number of parody videos of my little pony and was known in those circles yeah that's that's what it's called when you're famous within that community it's called being horse famous horse famous which is hilarious it is pretty funny (laughs) yeah gotta admit that's pretty funny but it's an interesting it's an interesting watch to see how a community like that built around it and how 
it started in probably one of the most toxic areas of the internet, <laughs> that being 4chan, and it started as an ironic thing that turned into a legitimate love for the show that these people had, and also a sex thing for some of them. <laughs> Eventually. Of, eh, well, eventually, probably yeah. not. Yeah. Pro- well, yeah. It's 4chan, so. It's, well, it went beyond 4chan yeah. as well. Well, there, there was a time when 4chan was fun, too, and that didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you're at all interested, even not even as a My Little Pony Friendship is Magic thing, but just to kind of see how a rabid fandom grows organically because they go into that quite a bit as well and it's a it's an interesting watch and apparently that documentary that's on netflix is trash yeah i didn't know q from star trek did it yeah he yeah he did and apparently he's a huge jerk yeah jenny did not make him sound like a cool dude no not at all (laughs) not at all on the flip side i guess tara strong who's the voice of insert pony name here it's twilight sparkle is it okay well is that the purple one yeah that's the main character okay well she's the voice of that she's a she's a a voice actress and apparently she is a huge she loves her fans and is like legitimate that's not surprising i yeah well she's she's the new harley quinn voice when it's not kaylee cuoco right yeah so yeah and that makes sense because she also cares she dresses up at cons like harley quinn a lot as well she yeah she seems and like a genuinely she good like, she looks like she, person she does a lot of charity stuff that's on what Twitter i meant yeah that's, like, that's what i meant by that works a lot but, with with neurodivergent people like, yeah that's cool john delancey on the other hand seems like a real tool bag he he saw the the brony thing and then saw dollar signs yeah from the sound of it yeah yeah <laughs> And that was one of the most shocking things from this. Yeah, I'd always assumed he was cool because Q is cool, but uh, no. No, he's super <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the other thing I checked out. So your turn. <laughs> Go for it. I can't believe I watched that whole video, too. It is yeah. it is like seriously like an hour. It's maybe like an, an hour, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long one. But uh, it held my attention the whole time. And that little, that story about that fire that started in the dealer's room at one of the Bernie cons. Yep. One of the light fixtures just burst into flame. And there's video of it, and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. And by the time they all came back, they were selling merch. Someone had started making merch of the Bernie con fire. Yeah. Like that quick. And it wasn't like a fire. It was a light fixture that was just sparking, sparking. Like it, was, yeah. it wasn't a dangerous fire. Yeah, yeah. But uh... <laughs> oh, what else? Do we, you want to talk about ooblets? Mm-hmm. We we both put a lot of time into ooblets <laughs> the past couple of days. Ooblets is a farming slash monster collecting. I guess that's it. It's farming and monster collecting game. Mm. That just came out on uh, Xbox and on the Epic Game Store. Oh, okay. Um, it's still in early access. So yeah, there's a lot of bugs. <laughs> and there's and there's a lot of stuff that's just not there yet. But uh, it's really, really addicting because it, it combines the the same addiction of collecting Pokemon with the addiction of stardew valley oh god yeah i can't i cannot play this game (laughs) and the graphics are absolutely like adorable it has like this really thing is adorable yeah everything has like goofy cutesy names that are funny oh yeah um i don't know give me a good one 
What's a funny name of something? Well, like the one character's name, instead of Ingrid, her name is Outgrid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty That's pretty funny. That's oh, pretty also, cute. there's Animal Crossing in there, too, because you got a house, oh, and I... you can put your furniture in there, and you can dress up your character. Oh. And talk to all the townspeople. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Become friends with them. They give I... you gifts. I can't do it. I can't. I can't get into that game. Oh, you'll like it. I oh, bet I would. Good. I would. I would sink way too much time and energy into uh, it. They don't yes. fight. The monsters don't fight. They have dance battles that have cards. Okay. They have card mechanics. Oh. And well, it's not really deck building. It's just every monster has a set number of has a set of cards that go into your deck. Okay. So you're not like sorting a bunch of cards because oh, that's, that's lame. good. Yeah, that's I, lame. They just I don't give you like four or something. Yeah, every just every monster has a set number of cards, and as they level up, they get more that are better. Oh, okay. And the whole point of the dance battle is to collect a set number of points, mm-hmm. and whoever gets their first wins. So you play like this card gives me five points, or this card lets me steal three points from you. Interesting. Okay. All right. Right on. It's a hype card that makes. All the yeah, all your point values go up by one by how many hype cards you've played. Mm. So the only problem with it is the AI is seemingly non-existent on the oh, opponents. Oh, really? They, okay. It seems like they're just playing cards at random. Sometimes mm. they'll play ones that literally don't do anything. <laughs> uh. But uh, we made it sound a lot more complicated than it is. It's not complicated. Yeah. Well, you know. That's cool. But but no, this game sounds amazing and it sounds like everything that I would love to play in a time waster <laughs> game and yeah. I mean the I, main loop is you have to get certain items to initiate um dance battles with wild ooblets. Mm. And then once you win the battle after giving it the items it needs, it gives you a seed which you take back to your farm and you plant and then now you have that monster. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, that sounds about, yeah. So, yeah, it loops the farming and the monster collecting in real tight. Just right there together. Yeah, and it yeah works, that it does works it. real well. <laughs> it's just it's just a little rough because it's early access. Ah, uh, gotcha. But it's also only 20 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad, though. Yeah, I would definitely, uh, I might have to look into that one, or maybe not because I have work and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, though. Yeah, I spent my entire day like half of it playing carry on oh yeah which maybe i'll talk about and then the other half was Ooblet. yeah well do you want to save uh the talk of carry on for after the break because we're actually pretty close and we have a, a voicemail that we want to play before before the break is that cool or i can just save carry on for next week yeah you know what's <laughs> yeah well we're teasing that yeah. wasn't us figuring things out on the fly. That's us teasing for next yeah. week. I teased Paper Mario last week. This week I'm teasing Carry On. There we go. And I guess I've teased Money Plane t- yeah. two weeks in a row. So, yeah. Carry On like the horrible dead flesh monster, not like what you would bring on a plane. Not like my wayward son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyway, um, we actually have a couple of voicemails this week. Um, we usually save them for the end of the show, but uh, this one that we have is actually a song request. So let's go ahead and play it, and then we will take a break. Take it away, Craig. Hi, guys. Hey, this is uh, a Craig from the Hilltop. Uh, for, love the show. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, listen, I heard a song the other day called uh, I'm Going Shopping. 
by Hartnell and Young. It's uh, very apropos for the situation that we're all in right now. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, uh, my friend Joe actually discovered it, uh, and, and I'm passing it on to you. Uh, I think you'll find it to be on fleek. Keep up the great work, guys. I've always wanted to say this. Pizza out. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, let's well well Craig from the Hilltop. If that is your real if name. If that is your real name. Uh we'll go ahead and play that song and then we'll come back and we'll get into our uh news. on my gloves I'm putting on my mask I'll tell you where I'm going if you really have to ask I'm going shopping shopping I'm going shopping shopping
All right, we're back. That was I'm Going Shopping by Hart Nolan Young. Again, requested by Craig from the Hilltop. You know, there was something about that guy's voice. Sounded familiar. Oddly familiar. Oddly familiar. We we had a guest on once that talked about baseball. Kind of sounded like this guy. A little bit. I mean, I... Oh, uh, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get into some of our news. Thanks, Hilltop, Craig. Top stories. <laughs> the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> Hi, welcome to 2006. This is Anchorman references. <laughs> uh, all right, so hey, let's go ahead and start talking about some of this news stuff. <laughs> Before there was memes, that's what we did. Is that's, we just that's what made we did. Reference we to made Anchorman. references to Anchorman, yeah. Specifically, just Anchorman. <laughs> Brip killed a guy. <laughs> And you about killed me. I about killed Cody. So, um, yeah. Let's talk about Nintendo Directs. Let's do that since we mentioned it at the top of the show. So, uh, last week's show, we said, hey, the, Nintendo hasn't had a Direct in a long time. And yeah. specifically, they don't have any announced first-party games that have release dates. Yeah. And literally, the day that the episode went live on the internet, Nintendo also had a Nintendo Partner Direct. Notice the word partner in there. Yeah, so no first party games. Nope. So no Mario's. No no, no Zeldas. No Zeldos. No no Metroids. Captain Falcon wasn't even there. Oh man. I would <laughs> love a new F Zero game. I was talking about that the other day, and like I would too, but like what would you do with it? <laughs> you go you go fast. Well in like... circle. <laughs> you play big blue. You play the music, the good music playing, you go fast. You go fast, you have, yeah, you, you get boost power. <laughs> like, if they just ported the GameCube one. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. They yeah. should just do that. Or make a completely new game starring Captain Falcon. Yeah. Turn him into the common Rider knockoff that everybody wants him to be. <laughs> oh, man, I just thought about that video game, uh, Galloping Ghost. Oh, the F-Zero arcade game? Yes. Oh, it rules. Oh, yeah? It's what the GameCube version is based on, mm -hmm. except you sit in a seat that moves while you play it. Oh, like that is so cool. Like your own little car. Like, it moves a lot, too. Well, it, like, like, tilts to the side. Like, it rules. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> that sounds so cool. There we go. VR. Yeah. That's, that's where you put F-Zero. You go real fast, you throw up. Yep. <laughs> yep. You make it a Nintendo Labo exclusive. Yeah. You, you, you strap your cardboard and hat on, and then you go real fast and just vomit all over yeah. your living room. They could make a special one that looks like uh, Captain Falcon's helmet. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can draw little, like, white eyes on the outside yeah. of it. <laughs> but the last Mario Kart game kind of ate F-Zero's launch. It did, especially since... The big blue ended up in there. Yeah, and it and has the anti-gravity anti driving. Yeah, that... it kind of already already did that thing. So, yeah, they'd have to come up. I know people don't, like, you don't need to come up with a gimmick, but, like... You need they, a gimmick. They also don't need to make the same game again. Like... Yeah. <laughs> well, then you get into that same loop. Make something new, except in the cases when you make something new and then you want exactly what you had before. Yeah. It's, it is the plight of every game, especially game player. Especially Nintendo games. Especially Nintendo games, yes. Anyway, let's talk about this Partner <laughs> Direct because why not? 
yeah, we wanted a direct, we got one, but this one is distinctly devoid of Nintendo content. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. except for uh, Zelda the indie game. Yes, the indie game that happens to have Legends of Zelda in it. Yeah, Cadence of Hyrule is getting three DLC packs. Yes. This is great. One is out already. Yeah. This is great because Cadence of Hyrule is great, mm-hmm. and more of it is a good thing. Yeah, it's a good game. I remember playing the original. I did, I've i never played Cadence of Hyrule, but I've played uh, Crypto the Necrodancer, and it's fun. I like it. I've only played Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, really? Okay. And I've never played Crypto the Necrodancer. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's good. I'm glad to see this getting a couple of DLCs because it's a it's a neat little indie game. I like seeing Nintendo play with uh, indie developers. This I way. do too. It's yeah, interesting to get fresh uh, people that are not part of Nintendo on Nintendo properties. That's very interesting. Yes, yes. Okay, next up was WWE 2K Battlegrounds. We talked about this one before. I think. Did we? I put it on the docket one time. I don't know if we actually don't talked, know if we about, actually talked talk- about it now that I think I don't about think it. We, I don't think we talked about it. It's it's the uh, stopgap wrestling game between real wrestling games because they took a year off from the official wrestling game franchise. What is yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. WWE year. Year, whatever. Yeah, is usually what they come out with, but they took a year off because the last one was what a hot mess. Was Cold Booger on a Paper Plate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this one, uh, it has a lot of, like, classic wrestlers, and they all look like deformed action figures. It's not a great look, to be honest. It's not the... I'm not really a fan. No, I'm not a huge fan either, but the trailer, like, they had a gameplay trailer with uh, a bunch of WWE wrestlers pretending to play the game, and Asuka was just trying her hardest. She was having a good time. She was having a very good time. Uh, but she wasn't in the featured in the game yeah. which i thought was bizarre that's weird i i think she was playing andre the giant oddly enough good choice yeah i mean sure yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it's weird that i'm sure she's in the game yeah she's, but she just she's wasn't, on uh, the box art i yeah. think but they didn't show she must not they must not be done with oscar yet they, they're having trouble with the uh green mist yeah the mist yeah. mechanics that's it yeah <laughs> but uh but no that those wrestlers look like they were having just a Fun, fun time. I don't know who some of them were. They had to. They actually had to reprogram Becky Lynch from scratch because the the mist just deleted her entire. It just deleted her all entire, the assets. Just everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it set the game back uh, six months. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm making things up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next up is Rogue Company. It's a weird third person shooter that's exactly yeah online first person shooter it kind of has an overwatch thing going on kind of but it's third person uh it's by the people who made famous overwatch ripoff paladins that's (laughs) right yes they did make paladins well this game's not going to be very good then (laughs) paladins is actually fine that's fine okay um this might be good but it also isn't free to play yet it's gonna be free to play but right now you gotta you got to give them 15 bucks, and I'm not... It's out now, by the way. Oh, but, yeah. But I'm not... I don't want to make that jump if I don't know if it's good or not. Yeah. Also, it's not particularly exciting looking. 
it's super not my type of game, yeah. so I will be not picking this one it, up. It just seems kind of generic so far, yeah. but, you know, maybe they could do something neat with it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. And then the final two, and I'm going to link these two together because they are part of the same series. Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne, which is an older game, is getting an HD remaster for the Switch. And they also finally, after like two or three or maybe four years yeah. of radio silence, they dropped some information about the new game in the series, Shin Megami Tensei 5. This series I know nothing about, so Cody. Shin Megami Tensei is the JRPG franchise that the Persona games came from. Okay. Um, it's like a... How do you describe Shin Megami Tensei? It's almost like monster collecting, kind of, but all the monsters are weird demons and yokai and stuff. All right. Um... And also just a JRPG that most of them take place like in a post-apocalyptic Tokyo where there are demons everywhere. Three definitely looked like it's post-apocalyptic. Five did not seem that way so much. Their settings are really bizarre. Okay. It's just, it's basically like a modern Japan, but there's demons messing it up. (laughs) Ah, all right. It's, It's really not like anything else it's hard to it's hard to compare it to something because it's so like weirdly unique okay but all the monsters that are in shin megami tensei are also the monsters that are in persona they share beasteries i guess Mm. i don't they're all good games they're weird they're monster collecting you can also talk to the monsters and convince them to join your team as well as just fighting them they have weird stories with a lot of choices mm-hmm. and a, a lot of like uh like a morality system interesting they're they're really neat games i've really only played like what four i think i've heard one is very difficult to play yeah well the first the first two one is like a nes game two is the super nintendo game they're both those first-person dungeon crawly games where you really got to be like drawing maps and whatnot. Oh, interesting. Okay. So they're they're not beginner friendly at all. Okay. In, in this day and age. Um, huh. But if you go straight to four, which was a 3DS game, it's pretty approachable. Um, three I've never played, and weirdly was thinking about starting. But now that they're doing the HD remaster, I'm I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> just wait. Well, you have a year. Yeah. You have a year until until these two games come out. So. But yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Five was a Switch launch announcement. Announcement, and then nothing. And now we still have another year. Yeah. <laughs> or two. I forget what it said. Well, at least they. Yeah, it's a sometime in 2021. It's what they said for uh, five. And at least they didn't drop the game. Yeah. At least it's They take their time coming. over yeah. there at Atlas. Uh, Persona 5 was originally supposed to come out in like 2015 or something. It's like Atlas doesn't like money. It, Well, you <laughs> kind of as a whole. They don't print very many copies of any of the games they make. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, mo- they make most of their money in Japan, so... Well, that's true. <laughs> We're an afterthought here in yeah, America. That's that's true. But uh, it was cool to... S- this was probably the coolest thing in this Partner Direct, which really isn't saying a whole lot. 
it, this one was a real kind of a small kind of eight minute little thing. Yeah. Uh, the big one's going to be the first party one that I bet here in the next week or two. God, we I will probably so. get. Yeah. Yeah. It would be pretty great. I wish they would confirm or deny those Mario, Super Mario remakes that everybody is so darn sure are going to happen. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. It's like, not going to happen. Yeah. I, I don't know why everyone's so gung-ho that these are real because i don't i'll believe it when i see it is my opinion on these remasters yeah Yeah, the remasters it's for the mario 64 and mario sunshine Sunshine. possibly kind of maybe like a mario all-stars thing but with the three old 3d ones i don't that doesn't sound right it it really it really doesn't i mean the rumor sounds like it's that's correct but it doesn't sound like it's going to happen yeah, I mean, I would love if it is oh, true. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. great. It'd be awesome. But, but I just, it yeah. just seems fishy to me. It yeah. just doesn't seem like something they would do. Yeah. All right, well, hey, uh, let's talk about one non-video game thing before we jump back in with the Xbox showcase. What would you like to talk about? Are there any other video- non-video game things? Disney delays. Disney delays. That's fun and exciting. That's fun and exciting. We have something we should talk about. Disney's delaying all of their stuff. Because we live in a post-movie society. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all the, all you know, those four other Avatar movies they were making? Nope. No? No? Well, they were, and now they're all delayed. Oh, my gosh. And all those Star Wars movies they were making? I didn't know they were, but they were. Well, they're delayed, too. Oh, wow. Okay. But how am I going to know what happens on the planet of the Navi underwater, which I guess was supposed to be Avatar 2? Wow. The Titanic. Wow, that is really self-serving on James Cameron's part. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we're getting the sea ponies of the Avatar people. <laughs> yep, that's right. There's a whole underwater Aquatarian society. There's blue sea cats, and you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe how wet they are. <laughs> those wet cats, those wet, wet catmans. Yeah, boy, this is awfully bold of Disney to cancel and delay movies that haven't even been announced yet it's bold of them to think anybody wants to see that many avatar movies listen they have to justify their entire uh avatar land in the magic kingdom (laughs) they have to it looks boring it looks so boring (laughs) it looks so incredibly boring (laughs) i've seen a lot of stuff from it and it's all dumb yep yep and there's there's no walk around navi yeah, because they can't do it right. They can't make them however foot tall they are and so the, have it not look dumb. So they just say, oh, yeah, no, this is a settlement that humans moved into. And all the all the Naffy are not here right now. They're on vacation. Yeah, they, <laughs> they went to Universal. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're all at Harry Potter land. <laughs> uh, but along with these uh, delays, they also delayed Mulan, which is something I... Oddly enough, I'm actually kind of bummed. Yeah, it looked kind of cool. It looked kind of cool, and it looked like they were doing something different. Yeah, and this one they didn't put it. The other ones they had like dates on, mm. kind of. This one they just took it off. Yeah, so it's up in the air. Right yeah, now. who knows? But you know what wasn't canceled and/or delayed? The New Mutants <laughs> still holding strong with its fifth or maybe seventh 
<laughs> release date of August 28th. Maybe it'll do really well because it'll be the only movie you can see in a theater. Hey, everyone, go risk life and limb for this movie that was filmed five years ago. <laughs> Remember the before time? This is from before that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Black Widow also got pulled like Mulan to yeah. n- nebulous future date. At least with those movies, we know they're going to come out eventually. They spent too much money. Yeah. Black Widow, the movie that should have came out 10 years ago, yes. is being delayed further. <laughs> yes. But as long as they keep delaying this movie, it means Scarlett Johansson can't move on to other projects where she plays minorities. <laughs> It's true. She can't reprise her role as Makoto Kusanagi. <laughs> she can't try to play a trans person in a movie and then everybody gets mad because that's an awful idea. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, do you think it's on purpose or do you think it's complete happenstance? <laughs> I don't know. When, when, when they announced that she wanted to play this trans person role, it seemed like a joke. <laughs> hey, Scarjo, you're a good actress, but uh, stay in your lane, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that is the goal. That is the uh, yeah, that is the. You're real, real good in uh, Jojo Rabbit. So how about do like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So hey, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up with the Xbox showcase. There's a few more games with this one yeah this one was kind of a big deal it was this, i mean this would have been their e3 usually uh microsoft's e3 is the most boring one it kind of is <laughs> but uh, this was i felt like this was pretty good some neat stuff in there yeah yeah there was a new halo which you know doesn't personally excite me but like Apparently, a lot of people really like this halo thing people are real into that halos and I think I might just be too old because I was watching some of the pre-show with with uh, well, old man Jeff Keeley and a oh. bunch of uh, YouTube children. Yeah. And these YouTube children were very excited and were going on about how they grew up playing Halo. Oh, and God. then all my bones turned to dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. But I'm like, wow, Halo means a lot to these people. I didn't realize. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess Halo for them would be like... Doom. Um, Doom for us or Mario for us, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it Who knew? Kinda, it just kind of blew my mind. Like, you kn- Okay. You want me to really freak you out? One day, that's going to be someone saying, Fortnite was very formative in <laughs> my... You are absolutely right. That's a lot of people's first shooter. Yes, it is. And oh boy, oh boy, that is the point where I'm just going to pack it in. <laughs> well, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm moving to a cabin in the woods. I'm done. I'm putting I'm all out. my consoles on the curb. Yep, just <laughs> I'm fold. I fold. Oh, I'm out. The indie games of the Fortnite generation are going to be something. Just, just the pits. <laughs> They are just going to be awful, aren't they? See, my my indie game age group, we were all trying to make uh, Mario again. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is going to be a bunch of kids trying to capture Fortnite again. Oh. But anyway, we're getting way off topic. Yep, like the old people that we are, yeah. we are getting right off topic. <laughs> uh, some of the other things. I'm looking at a list. Okay, Fable. 
Fable's good. That's a good franchise. I played at least two of them. Yeah? It's a fun uh, fantasy RPG uh, with a uniquely British flair that makes it funny and interesting. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'd, I'd recommend picking up the old ones and checking them out if it if it interests you. I think they're on Game Pass if you've got that. Yeah, okay. Um, Which is another thing about this this thing. Every game they showed is going to be on Game Pass day and date when it comes out. See, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. That This is what Microsoft has on every other company, is if you sign up for Game Pass, which is their Netflix for video games, you have just, like, so much content. Yeah. All right, so next up, uh, Avowed, which is the... It's like Skyrim, but from the people who did Outer Worlds. Yes, and Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's an Elder Scrolls game that has a chance of having good writing. <laughs> so, yeah, sign Rare. me up for that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. I mean, they they do uh, Bethesda better than Bethesda does. Yeah. Uh, Outer Worlds was more entertaining than Fallout, and uh, Fallout New Vegas was better than all of the Fallouts that Bethesda made. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tetris Effect Connected. Uh, this is Tetris 99 for Xbox? No, it's not. It's Tetris Effect was a PlayStation exclusive that is Tetris with funky visuals. Okay. And neat music. And this is just that, but with like more multiplayer features and different Tetris stuff. I don't know. Tetris is good. Can't go wrong with Tetris. Yeah, no, you can't go wrong with Tetris. Friend, so- friend of the show, Chris Bidwell... And former Nintendo World Tour finalist is uh, briefly in the trailer for he this is one, briefly too. briefly in the trailer, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, um, it, it's Tetris. I don't know what you can say yeah, about I mean, it. It's yeah. Tetris that looks neat. Yeah, you have the L shapes, and you have the squares, and you have the long lines. Uh, it looked like some of the pieces are, like, extra big. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. There's got to be other stuff in there. There was that... Obsidian also had that grounded game, which it, is, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the game. Yeah, it did. It looks neat. Mm-hmm. I, I want to fight bugs. Uh, Forza is going to be 4K 60 FPS. I've said this for years, but they need to move on. It's time for Fiveza. <laughs> <laughs> that joke... It ages like a fine wine. Every time. Every single time. I cannot resist. And it's wonderful every time. (laughs) It's a car game that's pretty. Yeah. I mean, you got to have at least one on your system. There it is. They love cars. (laughs) Was that the Forza guy or was that... There was like a clip of them asking like one of the devs why they're working on these games or why they keep going back. And his response was, I love cars. It could have been, or it could have been Gran Turismo. I don't, I don't know. I think it was one of the two. The thing about the Forza games is they actually finish them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Gran Turismo games are like a once in a blue moon event. Yeah. <laughs> that rare game. Rare. Rareware game. Oh, oh, I forget what it was called. but It, it is was not on the list that I have pulled up in front of me. It was kind of Zelda-y looking and interesting. The trailer had no gameplay whatsoever, but... Rare does good. They do good. They did a good pirate. Now they do a good medieval and magic one. <laughs> yeah. We have State of Decay 3. It just looks like a zombie game. Yeah. Whatever. I never. I didn't play the other ones because I zombie games don't... Uh, Everwild. 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 That's the rare, the rare game. game. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Ori and the Will of the Wisps? Uh, it's just a remaster of a game that's not even very old. Okay. 
but it's gonna look real nice if you get that that xbox one series x boy that's a mouthful <laughs> it really is there was a new one by the uh, life is strange people um that looked very much in their purview of games um is that the one as dusk falls no okay it was i just read what it was called tell me why tell me why it's, it's some sort of drama dramatic story about a brother and sister um it's gonna be a cinematic choice making uh type of game like they make and probably yeah they haven't done a bad one yet so yeah let me just finish the list but so uh it it looked like life is strange 3 i thought you know look it's gonna be life is strange 3 but no they they put a different name on it this time uh there's a game called the gunk that looked fun yeah uh it's by image and form the people who do the steam bot not steam bot Mm-hmm. Steam World games, and they usually do a good job. This one looked like you were some kind of space girl cleaning uh, Luigi's Mansion messes on planets. With... Yeah, that's kind of what it looked like. Yeah, I mean that that looks fun. Yeah, yeah. And the last one I think we should mention uh, is Fantasy Star Online Two to New Genesis. So it looks like a huge expansion or some kind of reworking of Fantasy Star Online Two. Good because I hear it needs it. Yeah, it. It's hard to get into. I was really? super excited about Fantasy Star Online too, but like, there's just so much that it's just hard to to just hard to get into. Yeah, like you're you're tripping into like probably a decade's worth of Japanese, uh, old Japanese content that is not sifted through very well. Ah, gotcha. And, like at one time there was probably less features, and they got added on as it as the game ran and now you're being just thrown right into it yeah it, mm. and i wanted to like it so bad and i was so excited for it and i just it just feels impossible to navigate well now is your chance it sounds like they're going to try to rework it or something yeah because so it definitely cool. needs a some sort of new onboarding experience <laughs> yeah yeah all right well hey before we get out of here uh we actually have one other voicemail So let's open the old Nerd Overload mailbag. Mailbag day! Mailbag day! Hey everybody, it's mailbag day! I forgot that you said you added that to the board. (laughs) Surprise! I think we used that clip way back in the day, too. Yep, that's right. That's why it doesn't sound great. (laughs) I'm using the same old clip. Anyway, uh, we have a voicemail from our good buddy, Jerry. All right. Hey, gang. This is Jerry. Uh, I'm looking at your webpage. It says, Nerd Nerd Overload, a Buckwild Geek Culture Radio Show. But the I in Buckwild is missing. Pausing right there. I have fixed that. (laughs) I never, I can't believe none of us ever noticed it. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But no, that is fixed now. Moving on. And I just want to let you know, I did not take it. But it's missing. <laughs> Might want to go revisit, try to put the eye back in there. That's a good question. Okay. Who did? Who did she take the eye? promised, I will give you ah, some Josh-isms. Okay. Ooh, good. You can I like play this. In Josh's absence, something that he might say. Uh, let's see, the first one would be, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> and the next one would be, well, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> and you're going to need a disclaimer. Your first disclaimer will be uh, celebrity voices impersonate.
impersonated. Now, I'm pretty sure one of you could do this better than I can, but I'll give you an example. You have to say it fast, and you have to sound important. So it's celebrity voices impersonated, or <laughs> celebrity voices impersonated. Okay, all right. You say it fast, and you have to sound important, and you have to give it a little lilt here and there. Okay, you radio <laughs> guys, you know that already. All right, so that covers those two things. Oh, 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 the fart noises that Cody wanted. Okay. I, I don't remember saying I, wa I wanted any. <laughs> I gotta do my one of the exercises. I know my fart noises aren't sound like this, but I, it's my process. If you can understand that. La 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 la, Beautiful battle of the year. Beautiful battle of the year. All right, here it goes. Ready? Fart noise number one. And that's where it stopped. Uh, we we appeared to have lost. We seem lost to have him. lost the lost the. The clip there, but thank you, thank you, Jerry, for the uh, for the voicemail and letting us into your uh, into your process <laughs> when you're practicing for these these uh, these voices. Really do appreciate it. We we have new warm up exercises to try before we do. we do the show now. Yes, yes. Before we would just ramble for like a half hour, but now I like I like the la 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 la. I like that. That's good. That's good stuff. Also, we don't need to do a disclaimer now. He just did it for you us. You did it for us. Yeah, you're adding all. Of, uh, by the by, the time we're done, this is going to be the Jerry board. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also check out all of our social medias, whether that be Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, or the bad website Twitter at Nerd Overload Now. <laughs> we need a, a Josh voice clip right here. We do. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you can also email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Or you can leave us a message on our very popular uh, voicemail. <laughs> Just give us a call at 586 372 8020. And uh, let us know what's your favorite video game. Yeah, that's a good just, easy just, one. Just out of all of them. Just out of all of them. Yep, just just the best one of the bunch. Anyway, you can also find all of our it's back... Super Mario Brothers 3 is the correct answer, but we'll <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. And lastly, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Where is Banjo, Microsoft? Banjo! <laughs> Why do we hurt the ones we love? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>